Welcome to Basically Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Schuster, and I'm so excited to share stories and interviews with you each week with those who are basically famous in my life. I believe these extraordinary people have great stories to tell, and I can't wait to share them all with you. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome to this week's episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Basically Famous Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Schuster, and I'm so excited to share stories and interviews with you each week with those who are basically famous in my life. I believe these extraordinary people have great stories to tell, and I can't wait to share them all with you. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday for a new episode. Welcome to this week's episode. Well, welcome back to another episode of Basically Famous. I am thrilled tonight to have Mia Montgomery with me. Mia is one of my cousins and we're closest in age, so we've always been the closest. Um, And I think you're still best cousin Mia in my phone in Snapchat because I I never- I think you're pretty close to that in my phone too. We made that probably when we were in like sixth grade and first got like our first phones. (laughs) And never changed it, but- Mia is a meteorologist and just an overall awesome person with a great personality. And so I'm so excited to have you on the podcast, but tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm so excited to be here. I've obviously followed along with your basically famous. Tyler is famous. Let's be honest. Um, And yeah, I'm just, I'm honestly so pumped. So yes, Tyler and I grew up together. We're only what, six months apart or something like that? Something like that very close in age and so we grew up always like every family function we were just like joined at the hip going around and playing and getting into whatever we could get into um so I grew up in a small town southeast of San Antonio so it's called Floresville um I graduated from Floresville High School in 2016 and then I went to Texas A&M um to get my bachelor's of science in meteorology graduated from there in 2020 and then after that um, I got my first job at the main tv station in college station it was called kbtx was a broadcast meteorologist there for about two and a half years it was so much fun obviously Tyler knows that our family like huge Aggie family and so just being there for so long was such a joy um and I always joked with them I was like I'm never gonna leave but if I were to leave like there's only one place that I would go and it would be to move back home to San Antonio because all of our family is here um and so like it just happened stars aligned happened to work out um there was a job opening in 2022 I just moved down there um and yeah I've been in San Antonio ever since and it's been so much fun to be back home and be close to everybody and you just celebrated one year back in San Antonio just celebrated one year. It flew by so fast. I feel like this summer has just been so hot and dry. Like it's just been the same thing on repeat every single day. 
cannot believe that it's already been a year. I'm just very much looking forward to like our next cold front, looking forward to cooler weather, fall, football, all the things. Um, so hopefully that that comes sooner than later. And on top of all of this, you are engaged to your high school sweetheart and you're going to get married in December. So you're also, we've been talking wedding planning before. And so you've got a lot going on and we'll get into that a little later, but how did you decide you wanted to get into meteorology and become a meteorologist? And what did that look like for you? Yeah, I get this question all of the time um, because it's a, it's not something that you hear every day. I feel like it is a very specific profession um, and it's a very interesting kind of journey up to this point. So I was really little, like three years old, living in Floresville. My mom and my dad went to San Antonio for a date night. So I was at home with my babysitter and for three years old, I have like a very vivid memory of like what this night looked like. We had very strong storms come through the area. It was very loud. It was very scary. And I just remember my babysitter looking at me and she said, Mia, you have to go to the back of your parents' closet right now. And I was like, what is going on? I could hear the thunder outside, see the lightning. The wind was so, so strong. It was like shaking the house. She's like, you need to go into your parents' closet. I'm going to go check on a couple of things outside and I'll be right there. Okay. All I wanted to know was what was happening outside. And that night ended up sparking some tornadoes. There were some tornadoes that touched down just south of where our house was. And so that like sparked my passion for meteorology. I was just so interested in the weather. Obviously, you know, living in South Texas, we see every different type of weather within sometimes a week span. So it's just always changing and it's so fascinating. And so I got to A&M. Um, and I, you know, went through the four-year program there, graduated with the Bachelor of Meteorology. It was such an amazing department because it's so small. It's so specialized. Your professors, you're on a first-name basis with them. The people that you have in your freshman year of classes, some of them, they decide that they don't want to do meteorology over the past four years. I'm sure you probably had the same thing with your degree and even into grad school. Um, but you know, the people that you graduate with, like you've been friends for four years and you just like, you become a small little family. Um, and so that kind of was the overall story of how I just am clearly obsessed with the weather. Well, so for my listeners, you know that I mostly have people in agriculture and Mia does not work a traditional agriculture occupation. But we all rely on the weather and we yes. have a good weatherman, our weather woman to tell us what is going to happen. And I couldn't think of someone better. I, this is telling about myself. I'll never forget. I was out at Northgate one night and it was way past my bedtime and they like replayed the 10 o'clock news. And I like yelled to the bar. I was like, everybody, that is my cousin, Mia Montgomery. <laughs> And that is amazing. The first time I'd ever seen you on TV because I don't own like direct TV or anything you could just watch the cable. And I was like, wow. And then now that you're back in the San Antonio area, every time I'm in that area, you're always on, whether I'm home or not, because people in the area are watching the local news. And so that's always so fun. And I'll never forget like I was in Pearsall with some friends and they were like, yeah, there's this new meteorologist. Like we really like her. And then like, she's coming on tonight at five, like you've got to watch her. And it was you. And I was like, oh my God, no way. This is my cousin. But on top of that, you get to do a lot of cool things. I know in College Station, you worked a lot with the community and the same in San Antonio. 
during Fiesta, you always had something going on. So what is the coolest part of your job? I would say exactly that. The coolest part is going out in the community and doing so many different outreach programs. We try to be everywhere or at least as many places as possible, like the peanut festival in Floresville, that's coming up in a month. So we're going to go do live shots from there. You know, like the Poteet strawberry festival happened back in April. So we went and did live shots from there going out in the community and especially South central Texas. It's so big Brackettville, Del Rio, or all the way out East to like Shiner and Hallettsville. There are just so many different places that you can go and explore. I think that's the coolest part of the job. The best part of the job. I do have to say though And you can probably attest to this a lot, Tyler, because I know you do a lot of connecting with the youth and connecting with students and just trying to like give them as much insight as possible. That is my favorite thing to do. We do so many school talks. We try to just explain the cool concept that yes, is the ever-changing weather, the news industry, all of the things. So I would say that's like my favorite thing is just going out and talking to all the students around San Antonio, across South Central Texas, and giving them kind of a behind the scenes look at how cool this industry actually is. Well, and for those of you who are wanting to now find Mia, because if you haven't figured out yet, she's a pretty big deal. She's basically famous. <laughs> you're on KSAT 12, is you're with KSAT News, and you're all over social as meteorologist Mia Montgomery. Yes. And um, are just such a fun person. But you also work insane hours because I'll text you in like eight hours later, you'll be like, yeah, I'm leaving the office. Um, I'll get that to you. And so what does a day in your life look like? That is so true. Um, We typically do not have, you know, a Monday through Friday, eight to five, right? Honestly, nobody really in the news industry kind of does. Um, So my schedule specifically is Wednesday through Sunday. Um, I do work a daytime shift if I'm not filling in Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then I do the evening shows on the weekends. So Saturday and Sunday, I work 2 to 11 p.m. unless like the weather needs you to come in earlier, stay late. Um, So a day in the life is kind of all of the things you get in, of course, wake up, get yourself looking presentable. Um, and then I get into work with my huge iced coffee. Fun fact about me, I will run late, but if I'm running late, I will have an iced coffee in my hand. That is why. And I will get there. You typically forecast. So you look at all of these different weather models, look at what they're suggesting the weather is going to look like over the next seven days, over the next month, whatever it is that you're looking at. Um, and then, so you come up with, that's the really cool thing about meteorology and human meteorologists is we make all the numbers up ourselves. We decide what the rain chance is going to be. You know, we look at the models and they gave us a good guideline and a good baseline for what's going to happen, but we're the ones that ultimately decide exactly how cold it's going to be in the morning, exactly how hot it's going to be in the afternoon. So we come up with all the numbers, the rain chances, cloud cover, everything. Um, And then we update all of our graphics that you see behind a typical uh, meteorologist on TV. We stack them in the order that we want to show them. And then after that, it's TV time. So you get into the studio, you put your mic on, you put your earpiece on, um, you have your anchors there, your sports anchor is there. You have someone that's rolling the teleprompter, which is all the words that the anchors read whenever they're talking about the news of the day. Um, And then you, you just, you do the show. So meteorologists, we typically have a small weather hit at the start of each show. 
It's about 45 seconds to a minute long. And then we have our really long full weather, which is about three to four minutes long. Um, so we come up with different graphics and different narratives of how we want to tell the weather story. And then after that, we have to update. We have an app. So we have to update the app. We have to post on social media. And of course, that's just if it's a quiet weather day, like if there is a severe weather day or whatever, we are always on top of it, trying to get out all the information. Like if there's hail or strong winds, whatever. Um, and then once all of the shows are done for the day, then you just pack it up, you head on home and that's pretty much it. Well, so you work for eight hours for four minutes of air time. Isn't that so someone said that to me the other day, they're like, you get in hours before your show even starts and you do all of this work to be on TV for maybe five minutes in one show. If that, and I'm like, honestly, Yes, it is a very long process because you it's a lot of behind the scenes work. It's just so much like forecasting the science of it all, a lot of prep work to get the show looking as good as it looks, as pretty as it looks. And then yeah, after that, it's like the easiest part sometimes is to actually get up and do the weather for four minutes. Like people think that's the hardest part. I'm like, honestly, no, on a quiet day, weather day, that's that's the easiest part. That's so insightful. I had no idea. <laughs> well, on top of that, so you're engaged, you have a cute dog, you have a personal life, you have family, you talked about the peanut festival, so I feel like I it would be so wrong of me if I didn't mention how Mia was the peanut festival girl, you were on the court, oh. and we had matching shirts we wore for you, I came across that picture the other day, and we went and watched you in the parade, and your family has been very involved in Floresville and the Peanut Festival. So I'm so glad you're going to get to cover that because it will be the best. Thank you. It'll be fun. And the solar eclipse is happening on the same day, by the way. So that's October 14th. So there's your, your solar eclipse reminder. Well, how have you worked to create balance and boundaries? I still am working to create balance and boundaries as I imagine a lot of us are. There are some weeks where it's a lot easier to do that than other weeks. Um, the biggest thing that I still have to tell myself, honestly, is once you feel all worked up, you know, you and I have been raised to be very, very hard workers. That's just how our parents raised us. You know, we've done everything that we can to try and be successful, to be the people that we want to be. And it is okay to step back every once in a while and take time to disconnect because you're always so involved. You're involved with what's happening, the next big thing, whether it's work, whether it's your extracurriculars, whatever it may be, it is okay to say, hey, I need a second for myself, my mental health, my well-being to just rest up for a little while, disconnect from the craziness that is life. And just take that time to physically, mentally, emotionally kind of get back to your center. So yes, I still like have to tell myself to take a step back and to do those things. But once you do, I feel like, especially when you're just running, running, running all, all the time, all day long, like it's, it is seriously, it's a game changer. I a hundred percent agree. You also mentioned your love for iced coffee. So we got to hear your go-to Dutch Bros order. How did you know it was Dutch Bros? I literally am there probably four or five times a week. It is an obsession and an addiction. But my favorite thing ever is an iced cookie brevet 
with salted caramel. Our friend Fallon, Fallon Appleton, she works at Lucchese. She is one of my friends from my former news station. And she was the one that introduced that to me. And since then, that was like over two years ago. I have never ordered anything else because it is that good. Well, I'm going to have to try that. And Fallon is a up and coming podcast episode as well. So I have to ask her about that. Yes. But if you could give yourself any advice, what kind of advice would you have given your younger self? Oh, probably to never settle, never stop trying to better yourself. Take every opportunity that you can. That was something that my parents always told me in high school, in college. You know, if there is an opportunity to try something different, to try something new, if it's feasible and achievable, you you should do it just because you may find something that you totally are going to fall in love with. And whenever I was in the whole meteorology world in college, I did not want to do broadcast meteorology. I wanted to be an aviation meteorologist. My dad's a pilot. I wanted to stay in that industry. And they both said, you know, you should at least go try broadcast meteorology just to make sure it's something that you don't want to do. Don't settle. Try it. And so I sure did. And like, look what happened. It's completely changed my life. So definitely advice always is just to try everything that you can and don't settle for anything. Well, outside of work, what is something you enjoy doing for fun? I love to travel. I, my fiance and I, we don't have schedules that are allow us to travel a lot right now because we're like all over the clock all the time with work. But traveling is my favorite thing to do. We grew up going to Concan every summer. That, of course, was always so much fun. Um, my parents would take us to the Rocky Mountains, the Smoky Mountains. We'd go to the beach sometimes. Like, I just think traveling is the coolest thing ever. Um, and I do have a beautiful golden doodle dog who I'm obsessed with, too. And if I could just take her all the time to all of the places, then I will do that as well. Well, I imagine you have been on some billboards in your life, but if you had a personal billboard, what would be on it and why? I think it, I'm going to piggyback off of my other answer about never settle, keep climbing. I think like that is like the motto that I try to live by. And so I think if I could have a billboard I would put my Dutch bros order on it. I would put my dog on it and I would put probably that little motto, keep climbing and never settle. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. This has been so fun and I know my listeners are going to love it. I'm so happy to be here, Ty. Oh my goodness. I watch Basically Famous. It's literally the best thing ever. And I think all of your guests have been so wonderful and so cute. Um, So I am so excited as well. Well, thank you. Friends, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Basically Famous. I hope you've been inspired, challenged, and motivated to take on whatever today brings. Please be sure to follow us on social media at Basically Famous Podcast. Subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. We'll see you next week.